up close with Carlos Sang, celebrating art, entertainment and the human spirit. Uh, welcome to another episode of Up Close with Carlos Sang. Uh, today I am joined by an amazing guest. Uh, she was recently in Children of Eden and was earlier seen in Lima's The Stage Concert and in Lima's Rub as well. Um, I am super excited to be uh, joined by Shan Ake today. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Carlos. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for the introduction. Uh, uh, yeah, it's amazing having you here. Um, yeah, I, I remember yeah, coming to see you in Children of Eden at Cardogan Hall um, earlier last year. Yeah, um, it was such a special evening, you know, celebrating the 30th anniversary of the show. Um, what was it like taking part and, you know, like having Stephen Schwartz there as well with you? Firstly, I'm so happy that you were there. That's so cool. Um, it was like, um, and it was um, one day, isn't it? And then we did two shows. It was very special. And um, again, it was quite, it happened all quite quickly, but the lead up to it, like we, you know, we did um, West End Live, we did a photo shoot, we did rehearsals, and then we had a week of like full, full on rehearsals. That, that's the week that felt quite quick. But it was really good. And obviously to work with new people to, you know, it was kind of like my official second role within the West End field. So that was really good. And to play Yona was, was really cool. And also um, the fact that, you know, coming from a Christian background, I could tap into that area and the storyline. Stephen Schwartz as well, like he was, he came into a rehearsal and gave me some really great tips in terms of how I would conduct myself within the character and how, and how I'd sing the songs that she sang. He um, was very like, I love how he, you know, he obviously knows his work because it is his work and he um, just takes his time with it and he also gives us the freedom to be ourselves within it and put our input, add our input to the character and the songs. And he was so kind and just wise and, yeah, and really, like, involved and present in the in the room, which was really helpful and really enjoyable. Yeah. And obviously, I was, like, trying to be on top notch to make sure I was, like, good at the time. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. Um, what was it also like, you know, getting to work with Rob Halchin again? You know, also like, you know, this time, you know, having him direct and produce this project as well. Oh, it was beautiful, and I'm so proud of him as to what he's doing. It's so inspirational to um, have been on stage with him. He was the first person that I obviously my co-star of anything like Eponine and Marius. He's my first Marius, and um, I remember even beginning to play Eponine, and I felt so. So I felt in safe arms with him within the role as Eponine because I was quite new to it all. So knowing that he, you know, asked me, his company asked me to be a part of Children of Eden, I was honoured and I felt like, yeah, I'm in safe hands with this. And, you know, um, yeah, I felt in safe hands, definitely. And he's extremely talented. And I was just really proud to see him not only share his talent as an actor and a singer, but also a director. Yeah, definitely. And of course, you know, Children of Eden is, yeah, it's such a special show for so many people. Um, were you familiar with the show as well, like before you went into it? I wasn't, no. And I'm, and again, similar to kind of like Lamers, obviously, I've heard of Lamers, but I wasn't necessarily into having watched anything. I was new to the storyline. So yeah, the same Children of Eden, I was like, where have I been? <laughs> where have I been? But I'm glad I still went in, into it with fresh eyes and ears. And I was able to take a new, add a new take, add my take to the character and the story, um, which I sometimes I'm like, Shan, I wish you knew a bit more. But 
at the same time, it brings something different when you don't always know everything, because then you sort of stick to the book and then but if you come obviously fresh, like you add something, you add things that you don't ever think. So yeah, I was I was very new to it, but I love it now. Yeah, it's an amazing show. It was such a shame that like it was only for like one night as well. Like, you know, I, I know. feel like you've had like an entire run. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Fingers crossed in the future. You never know. Whether I'm involved or not, I hope it does again. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, of course, a lot of us will also remember you from your days on X Factor as well. Um, yeah, do you ever look back at that time and, you know, what was it like, you know, getting mentored by Simon Cowell? It was amazing. It was, um, I felt like I was getting some real golden experience and advice. And yeah, that time was, was truly golden and um, it was very full on. It took me a while to like, really like, oh my God, this is really happening. Because things just kept happening, like one after the other, one after the other. So, um, yeah, there was a lot to take in at that time. But Simon was great, and he really advised me well. Um, he was he was really confident with his team, and I was confident to have him as a mentor. As busy as he was, he still, you know, found the, the little time that he did to um, direct us and, like, you know, get to know us and stuff. So that was really good. I am. Um, yeah, I would definitely cherish the time that I did spend with him and all the conversations I had and all the encouragement that he, he'd given me. So, yeah, I'm really glad it happened. And I look forward to the day we reconnect. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember in your audition, you said something really interesting. You said that you wanted to be a good role model for people. Um, what did you mean by that exactly? Oh, I just mean, um, I know, I was like, I look back at that now and I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful, like the fact that I said that. Like, yeah, I think, I don't know where that came from, but, um, yeah, I just wanted to people, I just want people to um, relate and, you know, have someone they can look up to and know that, obviously, the journey isn't always smooth sailing and that, you know, you have to work for what you're doing and um, people, and some people in life, they just want to be good people and that, and I class myself as one of them. I just want to be a good person and, and a role model to people that want to do similar things as me. So, um, and so far, so good. Like, I remember I was nominated for an award as a positive role model. Yeah, so that, like, to be even nominated for that and having said that on X Factor, it's like, oh, I was like, okay, I must be on the right path, you know? So I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still on that journey. I think it's not, it's not one that you come at an end to. You just continue to go and live and grow. That's what life's about. You just grow and live through it. And, share your share your experiences and encourage others yeah it's definitely yeah, it sounds like it's coming like full circle um definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah um of course also you know the 15th series of x factor that you're a part of it also ended up being one of the last um do you think there's still like a future for reality talent shows like the x factor oh i know i was like oh my god this is the last the last official um series wow what a, what a privilege um there is definitely space for it. People want to be entertained and we love watching competition and watching talent um, and it's exciting, but it is different now. So I think the fact that they've come to a halt, they've come to a pause is good because you have sometimes have to pause and readjust and rethink, okay, what can we do different? Um, what, what's, what, how can we feed our audience now? Because it's about feeding um, the consumers. So. There's space for it, but I think things will have to change. Like they did a show called Walk the Line, I think, 
I'm not sure in terms of how well it did, but I watched a a few episodes and it was good. I I feel it was good. Um, I think they need to incorporate somehow some social media or something because that's we have that now. So talent is accessible everywhere. You know, you can see it everywhere, whereas you you could only really see it on TV at the time. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like very intense to watch like every year, just like seeing like who's going to like stay and who's going to go. And you know, there's all this yeah. like pressure for like the Christmas number one at the end. So. I'm yeah. so glad I didn't have that, all that pressure. <laughs> it all happened at the right, everything happened as it should have happened. Yeah, I mean, like, of course, it was, you know, a, a number of like former contestants, um, such as yourself, have like moved on to uh, West End musical theatre. So, you know, people like Lucy Jones, Shanae Holmes, uh, Matt Cardor. Um, what do you think it is about, you know, musicals, which like a lot of pop music acts have turned to, to for their next career? Yeah, I think um, some people have always wanted to do musical theatre. And this was like a way in, in a way, a way to be sort of recognised. I think maybe when you're under the when you're doing these live shows and you're under the pressure of like getting right there and then to live performance, like that's sort of like theatre in a way. You need to be ready to perform live, ready to whatever you rehearse, perform that. <laughs> Do it right in a way. Obviously, there's room for mistakes here and there, but not too many. So, um, and it's almost quite theatrical and dramatic because it's television and sort of over-exaggerate things so there's little little things that kind of relate to musical theatre and um suppose you don't always get those I think going on going on these shows you just have to have a lot of confidence and a lot of to take on a lead role in the West End is a big ask as well and for someone that's been through the pressure of TV and live shows in that capacity should also be able to um handle the pressures and the demands of a West End as well because it's yeah the TV shows the demand of it is high as well as the West End so there's that there's that connection yeah it's a very different discipline um there isn't it you know doing eight shows a week Mm -hmm. versus you know doing you know live concerts you know being yourself and developing your own personality um yeah and you know pop music is always changing and you know do you and it's new, yeah, it's amazing to see so many pop music acts doing so well. Um, would you ever, you know, consider going back and pursuing a career in that field at all? Yeah, definitely. My um, music career has definitely not stopped. I'm currently working on my next um, project to be released this year. So I look forward to that. And I'm just glad to have the time to do it now. Because I'm in a show, it's hard to do anything else. It's just a show. So now that I've got the time, I'm like, I can work on that project to get it out there um, before you get into that eight shows a week schedule again so it's about you know time time there's a time for everything and yeah I think um I think you can balance it I did go through a phase where I was like can I do both is it one or the other and I spoke to people within the industry and they said no Shan you can you can do both obviously there's you will have to prioritize your time a bit more but that you can do both so that really um encouraged me who's it Carrie and Lily, they really encouraged me. And even Josephina, yeah, um, Lena's ladies. And yeah, so I was encouraged and I was like, no, you can do both. Obviously now, when I was in the show, it was hard to release and stuff, but I tried and I did the little that I could. And now that I'm not within the show um, strictly, so I can like focus on writing and recording and hopefully more solo performances. 
Oh wow, that's yeah, that's amazing. Um, is there like a certain sound that you're like aiming for as well, like with your new material? Definitely, I love um, playing my guitar. That's like stuck to me. If I'm not like, as well as you know, if I'm not doing musical theatre or any other shows, but I'm like, I want to have my guitar with me. So it will definitely be the guitar sound will pro will be prominent within the music, and I I stick to my like acoustic soulful slash pop vibe so acoustic soulful pop will <laughs> always be my vibe but obviously there's a lot of influences of pop and reggae and r&b gospel there's all of those influences but um acoustic soulful like something nice and easy to listen to for all audiences oh amazing yeah we definitely look forward to that um what has <laughs> yeah what has um surprised you the most about working in show business Wow. Oh, okay. That's the, okay. I would say that the, com the community, I suppose, like there's such a great community of people that you can call on. And also the fact that you're not alone in your feelings and how you feel about things and what you're going through. Like someone's probably gone through what you've gone through. Someone's received a no as well and it's felt terrible. Someone has made mistakes on stage. Someone has, um, you know, struggled in certain areas, whether it's with their talent or if it's financially or if it's what they want to do with their career. Like, you're not alone in those thoughts and feelings. So sometimes when you go through it, go through stuff, you think, oh, it's just me and I'm feeling this. But what surprised me is that, oh my gosh, if I speak to this person, they've also got a story they can tell that's also similar and I can relate and take some inspiration from them. So yeah, as well as the community, the fact that we, should, we can share Similar experiences and be encouraged by that. I suppose that has surprised me and encouraged me. Yeah, it's definitely an amazing industry to be a part of. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you recently, um, you know, about eighteen months ago, you also started the Shan Vibe as well. Um, I want to ask, you know, what what has it done for you as well? Um, sharing all of these messages of positivity and wisdom with the world. Yeah, oh, I love that page. I um, it's. See, it, it keeps me going, <laughs> especially with the pandemic that we had, it kept me going through that. And yeah, whatever the day throws at me, I'm like, oh, remember this message. And I think, I think um, it's a daily work. We have to feed our spirits, not just our bellies and stuff. We have to feed our souls and our spirits daily. Like, what are you inputting? What, yeah, what are you putting into yourself? And the Shan vibe definitely helps me to input something whether no matter how big or small it is yes I, I do my extra and studies and like my extra devotionals every day but these little messages whether they're scriptures or whether they're just affirmations or inspirational quotes they just help I don't know add that extra boost to my day and that extra bit of encouragement and especially at the beginning of the day because I usually post them in the mornings like how you start your day is important, I think, as well. So, you know, you start a journey to go on. So if it's something positive and motivational, I'll have to, I'll have a bit more energy and then my mindset will be even more in the right, in the right place to go after whatever it is that I'm not going after for that day. Mm, yeah, definitely. Like, um, I think the pandemic has also has definitely been challenging for a lot of people, but um, it's great to see that you've seen a lot of opportunities there as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, when you're having a bad day, you know, how do you pick yourself up yourself? Oh, I um, have to just breathe. 
Take some deep breaths. Um, I might cry a bit. Then I dry my eyes and I pray. I'm like, Lord, take care of this. And, you know, I know this is, this is for a season. I know what you're trying to teach me in this situation. And um, I speak to someone, whether it's my family member, someone that I can, that can help give me wise counsel yeah. or my manager. Um, and, yeah, and then I just take, uh, I wait. Sometimes you just have to wait. Wait and give it time. Sometimes you want to make decisions in your emotion, emotional state when you just sometimes have to just pause mm. and then your answers will come. God will give you answers whoever you speak to but yeah speaking like breathing crying <laughs> and also you know doing things that uplift my spirit as well but obviously I, I accept where I'm at if I want to you know that's why I like apps like TikTok and it just make me laugh um or I love dancing you know listening to music but praying you know speaking to people um accepting where I'm at understanding what my emotions are at that moment in time and pausing for a second breathing yeah those things that's what i do yeah it's definitely encouraging um how long have you been practicing you know mindfulness and wisdom um, before you started the shan vibe well for a long time i <laughs> used to always um i don't know I was, i'm very drawn to you know especially like self-help books i, I love reading them and anything that i find and especially whether it's a book or if i'm studying the bible and, or proverbs like there's always these wise quotes in there that I just be like wow that makes sense or I'm really encouraged by that and let me try it and then I'll try it and I see it make such a difference in my life and um so for for a long time I used to like send out messages every every week to like all my group all my friends on my on whatsapp and stuff and then um my dad encouraged me to do it at the time and I'd get some responses. And my friends sometimes when they go through things and they you know come to me to for some sort of inspirational help or some advice. So started from like when I was a teenage, my late later teenagers. And so that's a while. But um it's kind of been a way of life for me. And obviously since the pan was it 2020, I started a master's degree in positive psychology. So it was like I've got even more, I was like, I want to be qualified in this area sort of thing. So I'm on that in my second year now. And um, so, yeah, so I'm able to now get into it even more. So I'd say, yes, I've been, it's been like a way of life in teenage, teenage years, but for the past couple of years, I've been really like, studying it. Yeah, I didn't realise you were studying as well. Like, how have you found that, like, you know, balancing, you know, your work time and also studying, you know, positive psychology? hard <laughs> it's very hard especially when you're in a show but because I've been doing short contracts it's been really helpful I've been able to balance it out but that's why I took on a part-time course because I'm not too full on yeah it's been quite difficult but what's nice is that when I when I was doing maintenance for example and I had a deadline coming up um which was only one for that four months um so it's like four months yeah my friends that in the show, they would like understand, they're like, okay, Shan, and, and motivate me. And I'd come in early and do some work and then go to go to warm up. And so, yeah, it's really, it's about time management for sure. I'm a bit like, oh, what am I going to do for this last year? Because it's a big year. But I'm surrendering. You know, if it takes me longer than two years, that's absolutely fine. I have to remind myself about that. 
think um, the right thing will happen. I just need to pace myself and use my time wisely. Yeah, I, I really wanted to talk to you about um, Les Mis as well. Um, I got to come to see the stage concert and I also came to see like the gala evening of like when they fully oh, like really? reopened as well. So it was great That's to so see. Cool. It was so, so good as well. Um, I really enjoyed yeah, both events. Um, what was it like for you, you know, like entering, you know, the West End's biggest show, you know, on such a large scale? I didn't realise how big it was until I started. I didn't, I didn't realise how big it was until I got in there and I announced it. And I was like, oh, wow, this is a big deal. Um, I felt like, I don't know, I was, I didn't know how to feel. I was just like, okay, this is what I'm doing. They would love to work with me. This is great. And I was just kind of surrendering to the, to the moment seeing how it goes because I was like how I questioned a lot how I fitted in with it all but you know auditioning in front of the creative team and Cameron they said such beautiful things and um, I just felt really compelled to just like go into it fully and this is it felt right because I was in good company and, and like yeah I was in good hands yeah how, how did that all of that come about you know obviously we hadn't seen you do musical theatre before so how did the audition come about and what was that process like yeah I, I, only experience, my experience of musical theatre in the past had been um I did like tours and tribute tours around the UK and Europe and um, I'd done auditions before for West End shows but they never I was never really quite successful in them and it just wasn't the right time and then I think one of the casting directors they knew they'd seen me for a show before and obviously they probably saw my expected journey and they got back in contact with my manager and said oh we're trying to be up for auditioning the name is so oh. so they you know from the past auditions that I've done I got far in them but I never booked obviously a West End role so they re they remembered me from that and probably expected such a big on a big scale one knows who you are so yes they contacted me again yeah, um, I mean, we already knew like you were such a wonderful singer as well from watching you on X Factor. Um, how did you go about, you know, perfecting the acting part of that job as well? Um, I'd say by watching and watching others, researching, studying what's been done before, and really letting go of my shyness, really being confident and being okay with being silly or being out of my comfort zone, or you know. Um, yeah, I really had to let go of, oh, I need to be perfect and, oh, this feels uncomfortable, like, just let go and let go <laughs> and watch how other people do. I really studied everyone else that I was around, obviously studied stuff online as well. And, um, I, you know, I, I imitated what I saw, what I liked and obviously made made it my own sort of thing. And um, and then you just grow from that and you take taking on, it's being a student to, to your craft, so... I was definitely student to my craft, still am. So whatever the directors would tell me to change or improve, I'd work on that. Come in the next day and practice. Yeah, uh, you got to work with um, Carrie Hope Fletcher, who played Eponine for a good couple of years. And, you know, she was playing Fontaine, you were being Eponine. Um, did you get to have much of a conversation with her about, you know, playing Eponine and doing limits at all? Yeah, definitely. We shared a room for most of the time. Um, and yeah, she she explained explained all of her stories. I loved hearing her Eponine stories and how much she enjoyed it. She always encouraged me, and she's like, "Shane, you're doing absolutely fine." And even when I feel like, "Oh, I'm not sure," she'd like, I'd give her the look, and she'd be like, "You're doing absolutely fine." And um, yeah, I got a lot of encouragement from her and all the girls that I shared shared a room with. 
Um, but yeah, I was able, I did see her I mean, online actually, and I was really encouraged by that. She was one of my inspirations alongside Lewis Longa. Um, so yeah, I'm glad and it was beautiful to actually have watched her online and also start, you know, share a room with her and share the experience with her. Yeah, amazing. Um, of course, the um, the stage concert was also recorded as well for a cinema release and also on demand as well. Uh, did you get to watch that back at all as well? I did. We recorded it live and it was live streamed to the cinema. And then it was still being shown at like a few weeks later anyway. So I went to the cinema to watch it with my family. <laughs> and then I also watched it on the DVD when it was released on DVD. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> it was... I don't know, it was kind of nerve-wracking to watch. You know, it was quite epic as well. And I was like, again, you sort of realise again, this is huge. What you're a part of is huge. And wow, it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. So I haven't watched it since. <laughs> Just seen clips. <laughs> Yeah, it's an amazing show, and yeah, I I really enjoyed watching um, the stage concert, you know, both in person and the recording as well. Um, but Glad yeah, yeah. Uh, just as a last question, though, um, what do you most want people to know about you? I would say that I just want to share my gifts and be the best version of myself in whether that's through music or music theatre, whether that's personally within my household relationships between with people um yeah it's about I strive to be the best the best version of myself and to like, enjoy life and and be an example for others that are up and coming and you know for them to say oh I watched you and you inspired me to do that like, that's 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 being of influence I think so yeah to be a great influence in that way and um yeah just to know that you know, everyone, I want people to be reminded that you're unique in your own way. Your, you know, your journey is going to be different. But just because it's not like other people's doesn't mean it's not worthy. It's still worthy. So, yeah, just go for it. You need to encourage people. Yeah. Amazing. Shanaku, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I have had a lovely time speaking to you.